Hello and welcome to Ascent Dental Radio, a program dedicated to the balance between the clinical aspect of healthcare and the business of healthcare. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin Coughlin. Good evening. This is Dr. Kevin Coughlin, and you're listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with an emphasis on knowledge, education, training, and development. I want to thank our sponsors, Patterson Dental, Henry Schein, and Vocal Dental Supplies. Without their sponsorship, this podcast would be difficult. I also want to give a shout out to David Wolf and his podcast team for professionally putting these podcasts together. I'm very happy and proud to announce we have another guest with Ascent Dental Solutions. And this guest is Mr. Adam Carroll. Adam, thank you so much for taking time from your busy schedule. I believe you have a topic that will probably be extremely interesting to the dental profession, but really to any profession. Give us a little bit of background about how you got involved with creating wealth, keeping wealth, and trying to keep us on the right side of the ledger. Yeah. Well, first and foremost, Kevin, thank you for having me on the show. I love what you're doing. I think the the content and the material is incredibly important. So today's topic, in my opinion, is probably right at the top of the list for most dental professionals. And it's the topic of getting rid of debt. You know, my background is I'm a, I'm a financial educator and I've been in this world for a, the better part of 21 years. I started out speaking on college and university campuses all across the country and was really a, a champion of minimizing or eliminating student loan debt in mass. And over the years, I figured out there was a way to what we would call game the banking system or the lending system against itself. And we call it the shred method. And so I'm on a mission to help 10,000 people eradicate their largest debts, being their could be practice loans, commercial building loans, their SBA loans, mortgages, student loans, you name it, we're getting rid of it. Well, you're in a, a topic that's dear to me. You're talking to someone who's 65 years old. I've literally made tens of millions of dollars, but I was in debt, unfortunately, millions and millions of dollars. So yeah. educate us. I think you know, along with most of our audience, that the average dentist in the United States is over $400,000 in debt. Yeah. And with the structure of reimbursements with insurance companies, in my opinion, a general dentist not providing specialty care, it's almost mathematically impossible to get out of debt and own a practice. And yeah. I think this is what's fueled these MSOs or DSO organizations. So yeah. with me, let me stop talking and let you talk and educate not just myself, but our listeners and how you can help us. Yeah. Well, I love this. So first and foremost, I'm going to share maybe a couple of of mindset shifts that need to be made, Kevin. And the first one is that we we live in a society right now that that really believes that debt is normal, natural, and good, right? And and debt is something that helps us get where we want to go. It allows us to buy practices and go to school, get a degree, buy a home, buy a car, et cetera. But I think the idea of having debt is not necessarily a problem. Staying in debt is the problem. And the majority of professionals out there will stay in debt for a good 20 or 30 years of their career, whether it's student loans, practice debt, or their mortgage. And so what we do is we help individuals, professionals, create income efficiency. So the other mindset shift is that most people's income is not efficient. And I'll explain what I mean by that. 
So my assumption is that when you got paid, money would go into a checking account, you'd pay your bills, your monthly bills, and maybe this is a business checking and also a personal checking, but you would pay your mortgage payment, car loans, credit card bills if there were any, student loan payments. On the business side, we pay our practice debt, our commercial loan payment, et cetera. But at some point, Kevin, did you have any money sitting in checking or savings that just sat for days or weeks or months on end? Yes. Yeah. And why why did it? What was the reason of it for it sitting there? In my personal opinion, complacency, stupidity, just lack of motivation, and also sometimes just the fear, what if next month isn't as good as last month? Yeah. I better have that money available to me. And I think I have a consulting business and the dentists that I've dealt with on a personal level, I think have similar issues. Yeah. And and you really hit the nail on the head. There is a pit of complacency that most people go to when their income hits a certain level because we're like, I'm fine. I'm doing well. Things are good enough. You know, I'm putting enough away. And we use words like enough and I'm fine. I feel comfortable and things like that. And when we get kind of lulled into that pit of complacency, you actually have to have something that sort of kicks you out to show you what's actually possible. And so with the shred method, what we do is we show folks that that money that sits idly in a checking or a savings account for days or weeks or months on end is actually a drain on the efficiency of your income because it could be going to blast away significant debts that are amortized over 20 or 30 or 40 years. So I have one more mindset shift, and then we'll go into kind of the mechanics of how this works. But the mindset shift is is basically this, that if you were to leave your home in the morning at, let's say, 8 a.m. on a Saturday, and you went to the grocery store, and you came home from the grocery store knowing that you were going to go to the post office at 1230 or 1 o'clock in the afternoon, would you leave your car idling in the driveway? Absolutely not. Why not? Just a waste of money, hurts the environment, and uh, just inefficient. Yeah, waste of money, waste of gas, inefficient. The reality is that the car is accessible when it's sitting in your driveway or in your in your garage. It's accessible. It's available to you when it's out there running. You could run right in. It's available. You could take it and go. And there's a big difference from a mindset perspective of available money versus accessible money. And so what a lot of dentist, uh, dental professionals that I've met and worked with have done is they'll say, well, I need to have an available amount of money equal to six or 12 months worth of expenses for my business or whatever the number is. And quite often that's either very personal or there are consultants that are saying you need this amount just in case your billings are down or your collections go up or whatever it may be. And what we maintain with the shred method is there is a big difference between available funds and accessible funds. And what people will do is they'll keep available money in a business account or a personal checking or money market account, um, when in reality, what they need to do is transfer some of that available money into more accessible money vehicles, which we would call a business line of credit or a BLOC, a personal line of credit, a PLOC, a HELOC, home equity line of credit, or in some cases, a cash value line of credit, which would be taken out on a life insurance policy. And those lines of credit are basically accessible lines of money. The available money that's sitting in checking or savings is now going to blast away the debt that you have that you're dutifully paying on every month. But what most people don't realize is 
the second large ex- largest expense you'll ever have in life is the interest expense on debt. So if we could claw back 30 or 50 or 100 grand a year in interest expense, it could be life-changing for some dentists that want to go into their own practice. And that's what we're teaching people how to do in a short amount of time, call it two to five years, three to five years, most people can be entirely out of debt, their mortgage included. And with dentists, we can we can factor in there what it looks like with dental school debt and if they've got a practice they're buying or equipment loans and those kinds of things. Now, Adam, maybe you could touch on this topic. Mm-hmm. As you know, and most economists know, the interest rate was basically zero. You yep. weren't making any money in the bank. You weren't making money in the money market. So now that things have probably ticked up, and at least yep. there's at least a fairer return that you could get in a money market for sure. nine to 18 months. I think that strategy makes more sense now. But during that hiatus, yep. where really the only way I knew how to make extra money was investing in the business yeah. or in the market. But, yep. you know, an annuity wasn't doing much. Bonds right. weren't doing much. I mean, I, I couldn't think of anything other than maybe real estate. So yeah. uh, can you touch on that basis? The dentists that have been sort of thinking to themselves, hey, I might as well leverage everything because it's not doing anything anyways, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So th- this is a great question because what it does is it really starts to investigate how long does someone want to work and be in debt, right? I mean, I have I was actually, I spent the day yesterday with my cousin who is a dentist in a small town. And he's got a really good sized practice, but he said, I have millions of dollars in debt right now. And I said, and he said, the challenge is, and we were talking about each other's businesses and, you know, what they're worth and what, what an exit looks like and things like that. And he said, you know, the challenge I have is I'm going to have to work and continue, continue working for a good long time until either I'm completely paid out of debt or I sell my piece of the practice to someone else. And so this is sort of the underscoring question that I like to ask people, Kevin, and it is, as you get older and older, would you like your expenses to continue to increase or begin to decrease? And if you could decrease them really rapidly, would that change how long you're going to work? And for most people, they'll say, no, I don't, I don't intend to work until 65 or 70 if I can help it. So the goal might be to begin decreasing the average monthly expenditures. And we can do it in short order, usually with shred. Again, as I mentioned, three to five years, most people can be out of debt completely. So to your question, could you make more money in the market? Where we come from today is let's look at what equities might do in the next 12 to 24 months. What if, and it is a big what if, what if the market goes completely sideways for two years and people have poured lots and lots of money in? And the market maybe goes up a little bit, goes down, goes up, goes down, goes up, goes down. But all in all, it really has gone sideways where they haven't really made that much in the market. Now, they might be dollar cost averaging, so they own more shares. And there are advisors that will say, you know, yeah, but you own more and you got to give it time. Well, what if in those two years, you could eliminate $250,000, of debt? And then at the end of that, you're not paying the amount of interest that you were paying every single year and instead putting that money in equities or real estate or whatever kind of investment you want. And I think that's the big shift is at some point in time, we're either financing our retirement 
or we're financing our home. And most people are doing both at the same time. They're financing their retirement over a long period of time, trying to get that compound interest curve. And we're, we're on this giant amortized pay down of our house or our practice or whatever it may be. And we're playing this sort of long game, but what we're ultimately doing is we're playing the banker's game and the banker's the only one winning. Well, you've given us a lot to think about, and I can't tell you how you stimulated me to be thinking. I would love to get you back for an additional podcast, but for our listeners, how do they reach out and learn more about the Shred Method and learn more about what you can do to help them on an individual or group basis? Yeah. Well, I appreciate the ask, Dr. Coughlin. It's um, theshredmethod.com is the website to go to. At our website, we have a masterclass that you can walk through. It'll tell you the who, what, when, where, and why of this program. And we are happy to, to jump on a call for 20 minutes with folks, run your numbers, and tell you exactly what's possible, both in how long or how short it might take to pay everything off, and the total amount of interest saved, which for your clientele is probably going to be in the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars saved. Wow. Absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. And I look forward to getting you back. You've been listening to Ascent Dental Solutions with a focus on knowledge, education, development, and training. I want to give a shout out to Mr. Adam Carroll in the Shred Method. And I can't tell you, thank you so much. Again, a shout out to our sponsors, Patterson Dental, Henry Shine, and Vocal. We appreciate their support. And for our listeners, thanks again. And I look forward to talking to you in the near future. Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.